Thank you for joining us for this episode of YM United. We are part of the Youth Ministry Podcast Network. You can check us out at Youth Ministry PN on Instagram or Twitter. Youth Ministry United is also sponsored by G Shades, a youth ministry curriculum and teaching strategy focused on helping students see every life situation through the lens of the gospel. A lot of us as youth pastors do a few things unintentionally. We only talk about the gospel when we're giving an altar call, or we teach students to do as Jesus did, but not to see as Jesus sees, or we give students a fractured picture of the faith by teaching biblical principles and practices without tying them down to their gospel foundation. G-Shades is a curriculum designed to help you produce confident, gospel-focused students who are able to use their gospel lens to navigate the complexities of modern culture. We're in youth ministry professionally, and when it comes to the gospel, most of us naturally model it to our students. But G-Shades' goal is to help youth pastors teach it to their students. Each series is complete with message manuscripts, small group guides, parent guides, daily Instagram devotionals, games, graphic slides, and bumper videos. So, download your free week of G-Shades curriculum at gshades.org. That's gshades.org. And when you order, use promo code UNITED to receive 5% off. Thank you for listening and enjoy today's episode. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for episode 13 of the YM United podcast. So glad you're all joining us for our 13th birthday. We are 13 as a podcast, 13 years old, entering our teenage years as a podcast, so to speak. We uh, started this back in March. It's crazy to think kind of where we've come from starting back in March. Um, So super excited for the direction of this podcast, where it's going, Um, kind of the people that are involved in helping with the podcast. uh, You hear them hosting on a regular basis. Graham Taylor Blake is getting his first shot to host today. Actually, Um, we had an opportunity to sit down with Andrew Stanley a little bit later here. You'll hear that. Uh, But Hey, as we mentioned, we are part of the youth ministry podcast network. Uh, If you don't already check that out, uh, go to youth ministry PN on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, some awesome podcast part of that controlled chaos multi multi fringe youth worker why we stayed and then of course your very own ym united so check that out youth ministry podcast network so like i said today we had the opportunity to sit down with andrew stanley christian comedian a very awesome guy he uh he travels all over the place for for comedy and uh really uh i'd recommend looking up his his schedule and seeing uh kind of where he's going to be if he's near you i would highly recommend going to see him uh he'll be at the youth uh national youth worker convention youth specialties uh in in november so check that out he'll be at the comedy night kickoff uh definitely definitely check that out um but our basis behind this episode um we titled this it's all fun and games Um, And the whole point behind it is, hey, we as youth workers, we as youth pastors have an opportunity to share the gospel with our students. Definitely a serious topic. um, But while it's all fun and games, so to speak, uh, we, we have we have that serious opportunity to share the gospel with our students. So we're going to talk about how, uh, you know, sharing the gospel with our students or communicating something kind of in a more of a more serious nature, 
how comedy can kind of intertwine with that, how comedy can kind of open the door uh, to share the gospel. Take a listen to our interview with Andrew Stanley. Hey, what is up, Youth Ministry United Nation? I say nation because I'm hoping there's people from all over the nation listening. That would be kind of fun. Uh, We're super stoked about uh, this amazing guest that we have. Andrew Stanley, the comedian, the one, the only. And we are so excited that you're here. Andrew, thank you so much for being here with us today, bro. Uh, what's up, Youth Ministry Nation? <laughs> How's Dude, it going? Thanks oh, for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Um, I should probably turn off my cell phone. Well, it'd be kind of fun. We could listen to all your conversations and everything. That'd be quite, that'd be quite great, interesting. I'm a, very, I'm a very experienced podcast guest, clearly. I know how to, I know what to do. <laughs> well, I actually, you were on the right. I just, I just answered this phone call by accident and then hung up. I didn't even know I answered it and hung up. So <laughs> they're not, they're not as important. Somebody's, and somebody's thrilled with me right now. Somebody's really excited. Hey, we want you to go live with Jimmy Fallon next week. And you can't because you hung up because you're too busy with us. Yeah, that was definitely Fallon's people. That's what I was uh, thinking. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. They're, they're, in, they're in Virginia, right? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're definitely. Fine. Yes. <laughs> hey, so, so real quick, real quick. Um, I've got, um, we've just got a few minutes. I just want to, um, jump into some, some fun questions. So you do stand up, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been doing that, man? Um, about three years. Uh, so my first open mic was July three years ago. So it's, awesome. uh, it's been a, it's been a weird time, but lots of yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so cool. So where, okay what let's see this what was your absolute worst joke or um, the most embarrassing moment on stage while while doing while doing stand-up i mean the worst joke one is hard because you're, you're trying new jokes all the time and you just tell them once because they don't get anything you kind of have sure. to ca- cast a lot of lines out to see where the, what's biting so <laughs> i have so yeah, many yeah. that have never worked i'm trying to think i do know a, a really embarrassing moment for me um, I was hosting at a comedy club uh, maybe a year or so ago. And, um, and there was, when you're hosting at a club, a lot of times they ask you to kind of talk to the crowd, get everybody engaged. And, uh, mm-hmm. there was this, um, there was this, these two, these two ladies sitting on the front row and they're wearing matching concert t-shirts. Okay. And they said, Hey guys, welcome to the show. Oh, are you guys sisters? And they just looked at me like, <laughs> no, we are not sisters. <laughs> Oh. Like, oh, gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take myself out of that one. They were very nice about it, but I was like, yeah, sorry for assuming. <laughs> but they were really close. They may not have been sisters, they but were they very were close. really close. And, <laughs> and they looked a lot alike. And even they they were like, we get that a lot. And I was like, well, I still feel like an idiot. But Well, that's your fault. It's your fault for yeah. looking alike. That's you guys right. shouldn't have worn the same shirt. <laughs> like, like, exactly. those, like some kind of weird homeschool sisters. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, wear, awesome. At least they're not wearing the same like overalls, overall dress. Yeah, that, I, you, you don't talk to anybody in overalls from stage. No. That's too 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 big of a risk. That's your that's the <laughs> cut off. That's first that's day of comedy school. Don't talk to people in cutoffs or uh, or overalls. Nice, nice. very yes. nice, awesome. Well, that is awesome. Uh, we kind of want to honestly tap into just a few different things about um, about comedy, but about comedy and ministry and how um, it can be. And 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 honestly, 
should be kind of used um, and, and, and how it could be effective. If you're good with that, Andrew, we'd like to sure, kind yeah. of run down that rabbit hole for a few minutes, man. So Matt, uh, Matt uh, got a question teed up for you, bro. Yeah. So Andrew, I feel like there's like a stigma from some people that they don't need to tell stories or be funny. They just need to talk about Jesus. But I feel like humor and, and comedy in general just helps open the door for hearts to receive a word about Jesus. So why, why would you say humor is important or needed in whether it be a lesson or a sermon, or even like, I guess in your standup gigs, like what, why, why is that important if you're going to share a word about Jesus? Sure. I think that's a, that's a really good question. And I should say for everyone, I am not a, a pastor or a youth pastor and don't, I don't really preach. So I don't, I'm not coming at this from an angle of uh, someone who's been doing this a while, but I've been in church my whole life. I come from a, a, a preacher family and uh, have been visiting a lot of churches doing stand up for the past several years. So I feel like I have a weird, weird outsider perspective now, but it's perfect. I think that whether it's preaching or corporate speaking or any kind of communication, I think that if you can make somebody laugh at you or make somebody think that you're funny, it's the fastest way to make them trust you. I think, mm-hmm. um, I think there's way other ways to make people trust you. But for me, if I, if somebody makes me laugh, I immediately assume, Oh, they are smart. If they are thinking of funny things, there's a level of intelligence that I assume goes along with that. Um, and I just like them. If somebody makes me laugh, you're going to like them more. It's the fastest way to make somebody like you is make them laugh. Um, so I don't, I think if you're an excellent communicator and you can do an amazing message, that's just full of scripture and you don't have to tell stories about yourself or, or go for any laughs, then, then that's great. That sounds a lot harder. And I don't know why you would, you would, you would play without that club in your bag. Um, if, yeah. if there's no reason not to, um, I know I always enjoy and remember speakers more when they have a, uh, a personal or funny component. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. I think, uh, I, one thing that I always uh, have always tried to lean back on, uh, in, in student ministry, because that's kind of what we're doing here. Student ministry. Um, we can't really go up and just be like, yo, um, all right, here's where you're wrong. Um, this is how you make go it ahead, right. Go ahead and turn your Con- Bibles to. That's exactly <laughs> right. Congratulations. It's like we don't have You're, that. N- nobody's making it. You're nobody's going. Nobody's getting to heaven yet. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, open your phones. Um, yeah. That's where we're. That's where we're you getting to your Bibles. To take your high schoolers to take out their Bibles because then you just give them an excuse to have their phones out. And it's like, exactly that right. Comes out, they're not going to the Bible app. <laughs> that's exactly right. Get off Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> You don't double tap on the Bible app, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No swiping. <laughs> that's exactly right. No. So I think that's huge. I think that's one thing that I've always tried to do is say, you got to bring like what you've said just a few minutes ago as a personal element into it. Um, and, and talk about, um, I will tell you, like I've done enough dumb things in my life that I can relate to students pretty well just because I've done dumb, silly things. Like I'm sure. when I'm not supposed to makes you relatable. <laughs> Right. Well, I hope, yeah. I hope depends um, on how dumb, but that's, that's a really good point. And I'm getting older now. And so it kind of feels like I'm less relatable, but that's, it is neither here <laughs> nor there. Um, so it says this, like, I got a question. So how much humor though, like you're sitting in the audience, right? You personally are at church. All right. You're sitting there, you're trying to listen to, to whoever's speaking. 
how much humor is when do you cross the line, right? When do you cross the line from, from too much humor to, okay. Or like, like I'm trying to use humor to teach. Now I'm just trying to be humorous because that to me seems like, okay, I'm not prepared enough for my own message. So now I have to go (laughs) and utilize humor to distract from the lack of, I don't know, like gotta, gotta fill some time. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good question too. And I think it, a lot of it probably depends on how funny you are. I mean, if you're very funny, you can probably get away with putting more in, but if you're not, then what are you sure. doing? What are you doing? <laughs> right. uh, don't take too many risks up there. Cause that's, that's the best way to make people not trust you is to, to, to shoot and miss a bunch of times and just assume that you're going to be better. I think a lot of times when I listen to speakers or pastors, you can, it's easy to tell if they're up there trying to tell jokes for them. You know, sometimes you can hear them being like, it feels a little more selfish. It feels like I'm really enjoying getting these laughs instead of, Hey, I'm trying to open up this group to your set. So I think you're, if you're, if your attitude is right of like, Hey, I'm using this as a tool to set up being serious later. As long as you have that in mind, as you're putting your talk together, you're probably not going to go overly heavy on the, on the humor stuff. As long as you care more about the serious stuff, which if you're a pastor, I would hope that you do, then that should probably shake itself out naturally. I would think, because you, because I think we've all seen people get up there, whether it's because they didn't have enough real stuff to say, or because they just were excited to see how many times they can make middle schoolers laugh. I think it's all about your intentions. So as long as you're as cringe as it is to say, as long as your heart's in the right place, uh, right. it's probably going to, going to balance out. I would think that's good As though. Someone who's never done that, <laughs> but that's, that's huge because you're coming like what you said from an outside perspective. And, and that gives us a, a student guys, us as youth pastors, an opportunity to, to glean from somebody that, like you said, sat in the room, been there a long time. Um, sure, and sat in a lot of rooms, uh, sat, the man who has sat in a lot of rooms and, I'm, I'm Stanley. Room guy. <laughs> and it's funny for me now too, because anytime I get asked to speak at something, um, and not, and the goal is not to just to make people laugh as much as possible, which is what I usually am doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I'm given like a groomsman speech or something, I'll catch myself. If I'm talking and people aren't laughing, my brain is telling me that I'm doing bad. Yep. Uh, which is unhealthy <laughs> because if I'm giving a grimace speech, I should not be just be making jokes. I should eventually get to the, here's why I really care about you and I'm excited for you to be getting married, <laughs> but That's if, good. I'll catch my brain thinking I'm doing bad, but I'm like, no, I'm just being serious. So I'm sure pastors don't struggle with that as much as standing up comedians, but <laughs> there's, there's a time for, for everything. I think no matter what you're doing. That's huge. I think, I, I mean, and, and Matt, you could probably attest to this, even when I'm giving a message or giving a sermon or whatever, even in what I call big church, right? Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I, I look, I look, and, and if the audience is just like either staring at me or they're like looking down right, or looking behind me all the time, I'm like, oh no, they think I'm yeah. the worst. And so mm-hmm. I will try my best to, to just be kind of goofy and catch an attention. And I'm, I'm obviously a very boisterous person. So I'll give like a Ow! in the middle sometimes <laughs> and just when yell you're talking about, yeah. When you're talking about David and Bathsheba, a Ow! in the middle is probably not the best. Um, that can be the strategy. Just no matter what you're talking about, if you want their attention, just go to David and Bathsheba. Yeah. 
She'd just be like talking about out. something totally else and be like, anyway, uh, bad shoe. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We're in Chronicles, but we're going to go to Bathsheba real quick just yeah, to just catch to, your attention. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Matt, man, <laughs> you got go another question. The Song of Solomon. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. So, so Blake, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you off here. And I'm gonna, no, that's great. Come on. I'm going sw- to switch up the order of questions real quick. Um, okay, come on. Yeah, right? So, um, so, Andrew, what would you say makes comedy effective when it comes to communicating serious topics? So, Youth pastors communicating the gospel. Um, what? Why, why would comedy make that effective um, when it comes to communicating those topics? Yeah, uh, I think it's a little bit what we've already talked about. I think it, that it that it helps make people trust you. I think it grabs their attention, especially if you do it up front, which is probably the most appropriate place to do it. Um, right. Then you're kind of you're pulling them in, you're reeling them in. They're starting to pay attention because nobody wants to miss the funny part. You know, there's a very uh, in stand-up, there's a very cool thing where if you've kind of proven to the audience that you're funny and they're with you, you can start taking longer pauses before you say your punchline because they're it makes them lean in because they're excited to hear what you say. And if you kind of get that rhythm going with a with a talk of like, hey, what I have to say has payoff. What I have to say, you know, is uh, is you're going to enjoy it. If you establish that at the beginning, then when you're talking about serious stuff, they're going to still be leaned in. They're still going to be hanging on your words, um, I would have, depending on how good the joke is. Um, but I don't know. I think that uh, it's a lot of things. I don't think I've ever heard a talk that had a joke in the beginning and be like, man, he shouldn't have done that story about him. He shouldn't have made himself relatable and made us laugh. Um, but I think it gives you credibility, too, if you're if you're being um, self-deprecating a um, the audience is going to, okay, this guy doesn't take himself too seriously. He's not coming from a place of, I'm so much better than you guys. Here's some wisdom that I'm going to give to you so that you can be more like me. But if you're making fun of yourself in like a, obviously, you know, appropriate way, then that kind of makes you feel like that makes them feel like they're your friend and friends make each other laugh and, uh, friends listen to each other. Right. That's, that's good. I think that's, that is important to establish that connection. I think right from the beginning, um, you know, if, if you don't, you, especially with middle school students or high school students, you might, you might lose them right from the beginning. Like, oh, like Blake was like Blake was talking about earlier. If you, if you get up there and just say, okay, turn, turn your Bibles with me to this. And yeah. you're, just, you're just like straightforward, like no, no humor whatsoever. You're going to lose a middle school student like that. Like, no, man, I, I have a hard time. And if, even if I just every now and then I'll do an event for like middle school, high school and, I'm just trying to tell jokes and I still have a hard time keeping their attention. So I'm always just like, how do youth pastors talk for 20 minutes <laughs> to sixth graders? Cause I'm trying, I'm saying the most engaging things yeah. I can think of. It's my only goal. I don't have to say anything important and it's still mm-hmm. hard. So well, uh, big props to people doing that. We, we do it with this. I think I'm failing, <laughs> but there's gotta be one kid that needs Jesus this week. Yeah, one of them will hear it. <laughs> There's got to be one of the 50 middle schoolers that are sitting here this week that need Jesus. So I'm going to try. Just because half of them are talking to the opposite sex in the corner and picking their noses. <laughs> maybe one or, kid. Yeah, the kid or the other. Or they're, this his first time in our church maybe is hearing this. Yeah. Or they're terrified of the opposite sex in middle school. I think that's the. Hit the, the room. Yeah. Slid down the middle. There's an aisle. Girls on this side. Guys on this side. You love yeah. that aisle that no one asked for. Yep. <laughs> in the middle yep. of the room, it's like they had taped it off, but nope, this is just how our middle schoolers are. Yep. 
There's a body odor over here. Text each other from across the aisle, but they're not making eye contact. Snapchat it all day long. Snapchatting. That's exactly right. Snapchatting in full view of each other. It's like, hey, here's what I look like. So just so you don't have to look up from your phone, here's what I look like. (laughs) I'm better looking on screen. I'm better looking on screen. So, right. So I saw, um, you know, a, a, an interview with a comedian and he said, I think I'm going to butcher this quote from this person. So, um, but it was more, it was, it was on the lines of our goal sometimes is to take serious topics and honestly kind of take the awkward out of those serious topics. Um, if that makes any sense, I, I'm, yeah. When I when I said I butchered it, I like I cut that cow in half just now. But <laughs> no, that makes sense. Uh, so how is that effective? How do you utilize that? How do you utilize serious topics and 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 try to bring them to a different perspective? I guess, or try to um, really. Um, how do you think it, it, in effort to bring a new perspective to the table on serious topics? I guess that would be the best the best way sure. to answer, ask that question. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that comedy is really important for. I think that people are more receptive to new ideas or opposing ideas of of theirs when you're being funny through it. And it kind of goes back to it makes people trust you. And even if you're saying something they disagree with, they're going to listen to you for longer because you're also making them laugh. And they're like, okay, well, let's hear this guy out. You know, like uh, I use the example all the time, and this guy's not a clean comedian by any means but he's amazing his name is jim jeffries the australian guy and he has like a 15 minute bit on gun control and he's very you know in australia we got rid of our guns and it fixed everything but but he's doing he's so funny throughout it no matter which side of the issue you stand on you're gonna be like all right that guy was hilarious first also he made some good arguments for either my side or the other side maybe i can like it kind of just opens you up and whether uh whether people change their minds or not you're at least listening to the other side and it, or, mm-hmm. and that's just more of a political thing. But, but anytime you're talking about something serious, if, if it's, if it's something you really care about, you can make a joke about it. And you didn't, mm-hmm. the one, the one problem is new comedians all the time. And I try to stay away. I still try to stay away from this because I'm still relatively new. Um, you don't want to tell a joke before you're ready. You don't want to take on a very serious topic and have a stance before you're a good comedian. <laughs> Cause mm, then it just good. comes off as a bad speech that has failing jokes in it. So you got to make sure you're actually very funny to pull it off. Like you don't want to be making really big statements in your standup until you are very good at standup comedy. But when it's done well, it is amazing. And it's kind of the, yeah it's extremely important. And, uh, I think you even see, you know, politicians now, I mean, one of their goals is to be funny if they can, mm-hmm. and that can go horribly wrong sometimes. But, uh, but I think everybody realize recognizes the importance <laughs> of humor and, um, and kind of pairing the weight of a serious topic with humor lightens it and makes it a little more digestible. Mm, that's huge, man. That's, that's really, really good. Yeah. I think, uh, understanding that and understanding that um the relational aspect uh, making yourself relational or or, or bring that topic uh, of, of, of trust uh, that 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 needed trust is massive yeah that's huge um you just don't want to do that on like purity night at middle school or high school uh, <laughs> yeah right yeah week <laughs> i've got a joke i've got too many personal tell. examples 
Right. We we yeah. stay cut and dry by the book. I read this night. joke on the internet about purity. Uh, That's exactly right. Yeah. There. <laughs> we could go in a really bad way right there. Yeah. Yeah. I could. A lot of pastors are unintentionally funny when they talk about that stuff. That's true. Uh, one of my buddies, one of my old small group leaders, Jason Carr, who's excellent and has a cool youth ministry organization. You guys actually should probably would love to have him on. But Come he, on, uh, what it? Yeah. He, he told us a story um, from when he he still remembers from now. He's he's a, he's you know older now, but he he's gonna hate that I just said that. But he's um, an old man. He's a very old old crotchety old man and he, <laughs> he remembers from in high school i think he was in high school he said there is this guy that came to their camp to give the sex talk and he said this guy's guy had his jeans pulled up to his to his belly button mm-hmm. this old old man like the worst person you can picture that, to give a sex talk and uh they said he says we only remember one thing he said he he, he was just talking to the boys and he came in he said gentlemen if you have a penis you have a problem and then everybody said all his all his friends the whole camp all they were doing they were just going around to each other guys i've got a huge problem (laughs) yeah of course so you know sometimes you can be unintentionally funny and then that's the only thing people remember but they remember the funny part even though the guy was not trying to trying to do that but uh (laughs) oh that's good we're, we're bringing it, we're doing that for, we're talking about all that stuff in October. And so I think I'm going to find that yeah. old guy. Find that guy. He's <laughs> very old now, probably. So I'm going to, I'm going to wheel him in. Wheel him in. Like, we just need your one line, sir. Do you remember your line? I'll give you a hundred dollars. <laughs> and all I need you to do is say this one line. It, you don't even have to remember what you said. I he's just want to hear you say t- it again. He's selling t-shirts afterwards. They just have that printed on the front. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the absolute. Come see my big problem merch after the. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, terrible, but so good. Oh, so Andrew, brother, tell everybody how they can find you. What the what the what the what the deal is? Where are you going to be? All that stuff right now, man. Yeah, definitely. Um. Uh, website is andrewstanleycomedy.com. That's got all my, uh, my dates for stand up on there. I travel a lot. Um, and then, uh, also there's an easy way to get in touch with me if anybody wants to reach out. Uh, my Instagram is at andrewwstanley and, uh, Twitter is the same thing. That's pretty much it for me. Awesome, man. Matt, you got anything? Wait, yes. I have one more listener submitted question all just right. for fun. Uh, what is your favorite bit that you're doing currently? Like, do you have, like, I, I don't know how it is as a, as a comedian. Like, do you have like certain bits that you kind of just fall in love with more than others? Yeah, I think so. And I think it's probably different for everybody. Um, for me, you know, I, stuff that works, it's not always the one that's working the best. It's usually the one that's newer and I'm more excited to tell because I have, I'm still figuring it out. I'm still editing it as I go. Um, but then I have some that are older that I love that I love to tell every time. But then some of them kind of get old and you're like, all right, I can't wait to write new jokes. So I don't have to tell this one anymore. Um, my favorite one now is I talk about um, how I did a free trial at a gym near my house. And the guy um, trained me so hard. He said, first thing when I got in there, he said, uh, 
he told me he played football for the University of Alabama. And oh. I say, and uh, he trained me like I was the reason he didn't get drafted. Um, and, <laughs> and then he was at one point he asked me if I could change one thing about my body, what would it be? And I said, uh, it's location. Uh, change location. <laughs> so that's the new one I'm working on right now. <laughs> I love that. That's the one I'm always kind of a little more excited to tell just cause it's newer and I'm trying to piece it together that's, still. But. Oh, that's good. That's beautiful. I could just imagine, uh, because I feel the same way with my trainer who I think she, uh, I think she honestly got her, uh, training license or whatever from like Platt college down the road. So, um, (laughs) yeah, she's like, yeah, I got a thing. I got a certification. I got it online. You're an ordained minister, just like everybody else. (laughs) You got a trainer. (laughs) Yeah. Your personal trainer degree online at ITT tech. That's exactly right. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's so good. So you've never been to Phoenix except for next month. You're coming. I'm coming. I got I got a, several trips to uh, to Arizona coming up. Actually, yeah, so it's all kind of coming in a couple of months. So nice. Well, you got to yeah. We got to I'll, I'll I'll hit you up. I'll get I'll, I'll uh, we got to go grab some coffee or lunch or something. We'll got to do that. Yeah, That'd be sweet. If you have some time. Absolutely. Also hosting Catalyst in Atlanta um, in October. If anybody's going to be at that. Dope. And you're going to go hosting it with my, uh, with Sojo, who is my high school small group leader. So that'll be, okay. That's, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. You're also going to be at the comedy night at, uh, NYWC. NYWC, right? Yeah. I did it last year. It was so much fun. I'm excited to be back and uh, a couple of friends, uh, joining me. So it'll be a really fun night. Very cool. cool, man. Cool. Well, honestly, thank you for giving us your time, man. And just honestly waking up. And thank you so much. Hey. <laughs> glad I got to talk to somebody. Sometimes I go the whole day with accidentally not talking to anyone. So this is really good. That sounds like somebody's dream. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> well, Seinfeld always says, uh, I can talk to all of you, but I can't talk to any of you. That's it's kind that of is a, the introvert. Uh, yep. That's huge. As long as, long as nobody talks back, it's great. <laughs> well, man, so, 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 so thankful that you came on with us. We really appreciate you, everything that you're doing. Uh, we love your stuff. Everybody go follow him. It's all amazing. <laughs> it's all really funny, um, especially the stuff that he puts out there for people to say, hey, I am funny, right? Like, you don't, like, you don't put <laughs> yeah, your bad stuff do, out I there. I need to do more of that. I need to start posting uh, posting more clips <laughs> and stuff. So keep an eye oh, out for that. Hold me accountable. <laughs> okay. We'll all DM you. Show us the stuff that sucks. No. <laughs> yeah they only post stuff that doesn't work done all right that's a that's april april fools starting with april fools there everything that just <laughs> flatlines that's what's gonna be up dude well, honestly you. andrew Happy. this is fun thanks buddy matt we'll see you brother love you take yes. it easy thank you again andrew we appreciate it all right guys y'all check it out check andrew out we love you subscribe comment share with your friends. We all love you. It sounds like a YouTube channel, but it's not. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Thank you again, Andrew, for joining us. Blake, thank you so much for hosting and thank you guys for listening to episode 13. Hey, if you don't already go follow us at YM underscore United on Instagram and Twitter. We've got Instagram and Twitter. So go follow us at YM underscore United. 
Again, follow the Youth Ministry Podcast Network. Go check out the G Shades curriculum. Awesome, awesome stuff. You don't want to miss that. So, again, thanks for joining us. Look out for episode 14 dropping at the beginning of September. We've got some huge things on the horizon. Be on the lookout. Again, thanks for joining us. See you in September.